This is Scott, host of the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast and Black author. You could get all three of my books. My first book, Systematic Racism and Capitalism, Alliance of Oppression. My second book, Hypocrisy in America, The Veil of White Supremacy. And my third book, my first novel, Exodus 2035, all available on Amazon.com and Amazon Kindle. If you don't have a Kindle, you can download the Kindle app to your smartphone or tablet, and you can access those products. Thanks for listening. Um, don't forget you and you network. You can find that on Instagram, you and you underscore network, where you can find all the shows uh, under the you and you network. Shout out to the you and you network. You know what I'm saying? And all those podcasts that's on you and you network. Think for the you and you network. The head brothers at you and you network. You can check out the socials at you, a n d u underscore network police last night people across the country poured into the streets in mostly peaceful protest cbs 2's jared hill is live in memphis with that video and again we warn you what you're about to see is graphic and disturbing jared yeah, Andrea, I mean, here in Memphis, it's a quiet morning so far, but you can definitely feel the weight of the video of the incident of this brutal attack uh, on Tyree Nichols by police officers here. Now, as people are, are dealing with that issue, they're also trying to focus on improving the relationship between law enforcement and the public. Take a look. Disturbing video released by the city of Memphis shows the violent arrest of Tyree Nichols on January 7th. Police stopped the 29-year-old father not too far from his home. Body cam footage shows officers were immediately confrontational. At one point, Nichols is tased but runs away. At a second location, you can see officers holding Nichols' arms, beating him repeatedly as he screams for his mom. It took more than 20 minutes for paramedics to arrive and provide medical attention. Nichols died at the hospital three days later. That could have been me. Kind of hit, you know, personally. But that could be any of us, even you. Lawyers for Nichols' family have said the assault brings back painful memories of the 1991 beating of Los Angeles driver Rodney King. King's daughter also saw this video. That man was begging from jump. When they pulled him over, he was begging. He was, I can hear it in his voice. He knew he was going to die. In Nichols' hometown, Sacramento, dozens, including his siblings, gathered to pray. If you're a sister, imagine this is your brother. If you're a brother, imagine this is your brother. Five of the officers involved have been fired and charged with second-degree murder. There's more fallout after the release of that video. Here in Memphis, the Shelby County Sheriff says he put two of his deputies on leave after an internal investigation. Both appeared on the scene after that physical confrontation. Coast to coast. People held mostly peaceful demonstrations Friday night after the video's release. In Memphis, protesters blocked the I-55 bridge. There were small skirmishes between police and protesters in Los Angeles and New York. It has a lot to say and do with the image of America. President Biden said he was outraged and deeply pained to see the video of Nichols beating. Jared Hill, CBS News, Memphis. Welcome back to the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. Everybody should be following me on Instagram at unprocessed underscore knowledge. Everybody should be following the UNU network on Instagram at U-A-N-D-U underscore network. Follow all the shows. 
Three stars, two bars. Reservation for three. A taste to consider. Separate the two. And the most hated man on the UNU Network. Myself, the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. Let's jump right into it. As you heard in the opening clip, courtesy of CBS News, the Tyree Nichols situation down in Memphis, the murder of Tyree Nichols by multiple police officers, an overwhelming number of them black. Let's slow walk it. The officers say they pulled Tyree Nichols over because he was driving erratically. Now, the Memphis Police Department released a statement saying, they have they have found no evidence that he was driving erratically. So maybe that was not videotaped if he was. They say they not taking these officers word for it. They don't know why he stopped them. But the initial stop, the police officers say during the video that he was driving erratically. Now, normally, if someone is driving erratically and they get stopped by the cops, hey, why are you driving erratically? Are you having, is your car malfunction? Are you having a medical emergency? Is something going on? Why are you out here driving erratically? In the Tyree Nichols situation, the first thing they do is snatch him out the car, throw him on the ground, call him all type of bitch niggas and hoes, beat him up, tase him, pepper spray him, talk about how they gonna whip his ass. So that's odd all in itself for a routine traffic stop. So they snatch him out the car, they cussing at him, they throwing him down, they yelling at him. He's the only one in the initial situation being calm. And as I'm watching this, how many officers does it take to arrest a 130 pound man? It's like five officers on the scene and they can't put the cuffs on a 130 pound man. Like that's kind of odd. They, they, they can't even do an arrest properly. So they spank, they they cussing him out, they beating him up. He's trying to cooperate. He's like, you know, I'm on the ground. You know, you're hurting me. What do y'all want me to do? Okay, okay, okay. You know, y'all doing too much right now. You know, he's kind of like he's the one trying to defuse the situation because these officers are very aggressive. Eventually, they they hit him with a taser. They spray him with pepper spray. He he, he gets up. He runs. They catch him. When they catch him, they basically just jump this man. You see two officers holding his hands behind his back while another one punches him in the face. You see two officers holding him down while another one hits him with a metal baton. Those those Koga sticks, those retractable batons that the police carry, those are metal. He's being beat with a metal baton while two other officers are holding him down. You see him being pinned down to the ground by two officers while another one kicks him in the head and ultimately three days later Mr. Nichols dies due to his injuries these officers beat this man to death and then after they beat him up EMS workers show up to the scene they really don't do anything they just kind of stand around watching him slowly die from being beat on by these men that was odd and then the officers start lying their asses off. They talk about, oh, you know, he tried to reach for for my gun, and he must be on something, and he's trying to fight us, and this, 
wasn't trying to fight. He really wasn't. He was. He wasn't trying to fight nobody. He was trying to get away from y'all crazy asses. Number one, I never saw him land one punch on anyone. He he never tried to punch nobody. He never tried to kick nobody. He never tried to headbutt nobody. He never threatened to do anything to anyone. Unlike the officers, the officers were punching, kicking, pepper spray, taser, metal baton, threatening him, cussing him out. Calling them all kinds of bitches. I mean, what, what do y'all want the man to do? Mind you, Tyree Nichols didn't have no warrant for his arrest. Tyree Nichols, you know, didn't, didn't have no no bricks in his trunk. He didn't have no weapon in the car. Tyree Nichols was running from the cops because he was afraid. He was running for his life. They was beating him up. He was just trying to get away from him. Now, let me ask you. And I don't care if the officers were black. When have you ever seen a white person get killed on a routine traffic stop? If Tyree Nichols was white, the police would not have yanked him out of his car, called him a bitch-ass white man, threw him on the ground, stopped whooping his ass. And then when he tried to get away from him, the cops would not, those black cops, would not have chased him down and beat him to death. That don't happen. That don't happen. Systemically, these officers know black lives don't matter I don't care what color the cop is I don't care if the cop is black white Asian Eskimo Hispanic Native American don't care they know they can do anything they want when it comes to a black person they know that that's the problem that's the problem because historically policing in America is really to keep the niggers in check. That's what it's for. The point of policing in America is not to stop crime because police officers don't stop crime. They show up after the fact. The police force is used to protect public property and to keep black folks in check. They don't patrol white neighborhoods and beat white folks, to beat white, beat the hell out of white folks for no reason at all. They know better. That's only done in the predominantly in the communities where predominantly black people live. It's routine. That's the problem. With policing. This violent act was not in pursuit of public safety. That was Vice President Kamala Harris, who spoke at the funeral of Mr. Nichols, emphasizing that what happened was not in the pursuit of public safety. That's that's the job of police officers. Law enforcement officials are supposed to act in the interest of public safety and law and order. Beating someone to death on a routine traffic stop, that has nothing to do with public safety. You just beating on somebody because you want to beat on. That's what that is. She also talked about passing the George Floyd Policing Act. Look, I'm cool with that. But there are already laws on the books against police brutality. There's already laws against it. Just enforce the laws that you already got. That's all that needs to happen. Just enforce the laws that you already have. We really don't need no more laws. The laws are already there. They're just not being enforced. There was also a lot of discussion about the fact that these officers were black beating down of a black man and would the public riot would there be a riot 
would there be uh, the same response as there were if these officers were white? Well, let's talk about it. Before anybody saw the video, these officers were fired and indicted and hit with murder two charges, kidnapping, aggravated assault, assault with a deadly weapon. They were already removed from the police department and hit with charges before anybody saw the video. So there was really no need for people to write. In previous cases, there was civil unrest in the pursuit of justice. All right, let, let me remind y'all, because I know black folks got short memories. There was a riot in Ferguson after shooting them out of Mike Brown. Why? The officer that shot and killed Mike Brown, he was never indicted for the murder of Mike Brown. He was never even fired. Derek, Darren Wilson, who was the police officer who shot and killed Mike Brown, he resigned from the police force four months later. He took himself off the police force. That's why people were rioting in Ferguson, Missouri, because they wanted justice for Mike Brown. They rioted in Baltimore over Freddie Gray, not just in Baltimore. There were riots over Freddie Gray, but especially in Baltimore. Why? It took Maryland a month just to indict the six police officers that killed Freddie Gray. They didn't get indicted to a month, a month after he died. And then they were acquitted at trial. They were acquitted. And the federal government didn't pursue no charges against them. Derek Chauvin, the officer who put the knee on the neck of George Floyd and killed him. He didn't get indicted until four months after the video came out. I'm sorry, four days after the video came out and all hell broke loose. He didn't get indicted until everybody else saw what he did. And it took four days later. And it took worldwide protests just to make sure he got convicted. I can go on and on and on. Eric Gardner, remember him? I can't breathe. Nothing happened to those cops that killed Eric Gardner. Officer Betty Shelby, she killed Terrence Crusher down in Tulsa, Oklahoma. She's still a police officer to this day. Did you know that? She got fired from the police department she was from. She beat the charges and got hired and the police by the police department in the next county over. So it's actually very rare that these cops pay for the murder. It's actually very rare that these cops have to pay for their crimes. It's actually very rare that these cops get held accountable for the murdering of black people. That's why there's civil unrest. If I go out here and beat someone to death, my black ass is going to prison. I ain't going to jail. I'm going to prison. They're going to play this podcast in court. They're going to throw the book at my ass. And I'm going to be doing 20 years in the federal penitentiary. I'm not above the law. You're not above the law. If you go out here and you break a law and you get caught, you're going to prison. Or you're going to face the consequences for the law that you broke. These cops has, have to be held to the same standard because their job is to enforce law and order. You cannot be in a position to enforce law and order and you yourself are committing crimes. That's hypocrisy. You want to take it back to Rodney King? You want to take it back to the early 90s? They rioted in L.A. not because they saw the beating of Rodney King. 
if you don't remember, let me remind you. They started rioting in L.A. because those officers went to court and got acquitted. The f- they went to court and a jury of their peers, an all white jury, said that those officers didn't do anything wrong when they beat the hell out of Rodney King. That's when the riots broke out. That's when the riots broke out. Civil unrest happened in pursuit of justice. That's when the riots broke out. Black folks don't ride in large numbers just to be riding. I know that's what the mainstream media wants you to believe. I know. Look, I'm not I, I, I ain't with people out, out there. You know, when a situation happens, Mike Grant, Mike Brown, Freddie Gray, George Floyd, Eric Gardner, Terrence Crusher, Philando Castillo. The list goes on and on and on. Breonna Taylor. I'm not telling folks to go out there and break into the liquor store, rob the Best Buy, break into the local weave shop and steal all the lace fronts. You know, go go to the local Nike store, try to get as many Air Jordans. I ain't with all that. I ain't with all that. A lot of times, those are just opportunists, just looking for opportunity to come up. I ain't with all that. But let's not sit here and pretend like black society as a whole just be rioting just to be rioting. There's a means to an end. We riot because we are in a pursuit of justice. In this case, the Memphis Police Department handled the situation appropriately. This is what should have happened every time. Before you even seen the video, they were fired. They were put on charges. All right. That's what should have happened. The police commissioner went on national TV and said, look, we're not with this. We don't teach this. This ain't what we stand for. They were fired immediately. They were charged. It's going to go to trial. They are all out on bond. So we'll have to monitor this situation. Monitor the trial and let's see how things unfold. Let's go to the let's go to Ohio where the education department is investigating a white supremacist homeschooling network. Nazi homeschooling network that reportedly distributed lesson plans with writing exercises based on Hitler quotes to explain Omar Jimenez is here. Do tell. Good morning to you. Uh, Good morning. Now, for starters, the state education official told me the Ohio Department of Education is basically reviewing compliance with statutory and regulatory uh, policies in this state because it's not clear how much they can actually do about the curriculum of homeschooling. Now, I want to show you an example. This is a group that they believe operates out of Upper Sandusky, Ohio. And this is an example of a Thanksgiving copyworking uh, assignment where basically, you know, you're learning handwriting, elementary school age, and they're using Hitler quotes to learn that handwriting. Uh, you know, this is a group that doesn't hide being pro-Nazi, white supremacist, homophobic. Honestly, you name it, it's probably there. I want to show another lesson that was posted, quote, lesson leading up to Martin Luther King Jr. Day. This was by a user named Mrs. Saxon. She wrote, it is up to us to ensure our children know him, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., for the deceitful, dishonest, riot-inducing Negro he actually was. He is the face of a movement which ethnically cleansed whites out of urban areas and precipitated the anti-white regime that we are now fighting to free ourselves from. And in bold and underlined under that, she wrote, this is a lesson for elementary age wow. children. That is what they're teaching to middle to elementary school children. 
That's what they're teaching them. I did a show not too long ago about critical race theory, and I talked about this before. Systematic racism, white supremacy, it's taught at home. These kids, they're learning it at home. They're not learn getting it from Fox News. They don't watch Fox News. They're not getting it from school. They're not getting it from, from the history books. They're getting it from their parents. They're getting it from home. That's where they're getting it from. They're getting it from home. That's where it's being taught, and it's being taught to them in elementary school. And it just goes on from there. Because while you fighting to come together with them, they are teaching their elementary age children to destroy you. They are teaching their kids that once they grow up and join the police department, make sure you put, you know, make sure you put your knee on their neck and cover up your body cam. Don't be sloppy like them five niggers down in Memphis. Turn the body cams off before you start the ass whooping. That's what they teaching their kids. We got the Super Bowl coming up this week. Not a sports show. Don't give a damn about sports. Don't talk about sports. You can go to, you know, separate the two for that. Three stars, two bars. Taste to consider. Maybe even reservation for three. You can go to the other shows on, on, on the network that's liked a whole lot more than I'm like. Most hated nigger on the UNU network. But here, this year's Super Bowl, we do have, for the first time, two black quarterbacks meeting each other in February, which is Black History Month. So it's, yeah. it's actually a, a black history moment. I really don't give a damn who wins. I know a black quarterback is, is, is going to be Super Bowl champion once again, and that's that's pretty cool. Historically, they always painted the narrative that black people were too stupid to play quarterback. They weren't smart enough. The only thing they were really good at was running. But the NFL has changed. So now, the way the NFL works now, teams are looking for a dual threat quarterback. Teams are looking for a quarterback that can run and that can throw. And you got two quarterbacks in the Super Bowl that could do both. You got Patrick Mahomes, who this will be his third Super Bowl. He's already won one. He can run and he can throw. Jalen Hurts, very young brother, his first Super Bowl. He can run. He can throw. So I'm just looking forward to having a good game. Don't really give a damn who wins. And like I said, this is Black History Month. The way you feel about it is the way you feel about it, but it is what it is. You cannot get your history from Hollywood. You cannot get your history from mainstream media. Look, as I played in the last segment, these white folks is teaching their kids racism, white supremacy. You, if you have children, take it upon yourself to teach them some real black history. It can't just be we were slaves. Abraham Lincoln said it's free. Dr. King March. Michelle Obama said when they go high, we go low. No, get, give, them, give them some real facts. Give them, give them something. Right? What you teach your children is up to you. So I'll leave that ball in your court. But take this opportunity to teach them some real history and some facts about our people. Not that watered down stuff that they're going to give you on the nightly news. Once again, this has been another episode of the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. If you like what you hear, go ahead and share the link. Tell a friend. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to snitch on you. I'm not going to tell the white folks at your job that you be listening. I ain't going.
going it's okay all right i'm not gonna rat you out just go ahead and share the show hit the like button download the show click the link tree in the bio i got some other things going on maybe you want to book maybe you want to put something on the cash app help yourself see you next time and the reason why mr and mrs wells what happened to tyree is so personal to me is that five black men that wouldn't have had a job in the police department would not ever be thought of to be in an elite squad. In the city that Dr. King lost his life, not far away from that balcony, you beat a brother to death. There's nothing more insulting and offensive to those of us that fight to open doors that you walk through those doors and act like the folks we had to fight for to get you through them doors.